is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, happy Wednesday to you. It is our Open Lines, Open Ideas program here on KGMI. KGMI Connects, and we hope to hear from you sometime within this next hour. 360-676-5464 is our phone number. And as always, whatever's on your mind, that's what we hope you'll bring to the program. Whatever your take is on it, we let you speak your mind. I challenge you a little bit, but the show is just about... Hashing it out, <laughs> just having our opinions a vo- uh, place to voice your opinion. It's our safe space here for all of us here in Whatcom County in Northwest Washington. Three six zero six seven six five four six four. We're sending tanks to Ukraine now. Thirty one M one Abram what M one Abram tanks? These sophisticated tanks. We just want to train the guys to run them. Would this really be a game changer? Because then um, Germany's going to send some too, but fewer than we're sending. Not the same tank, but I don't know if it's something easier to run. Uh, maybe runs a little quicker, a little more reliable. I don't know if it's a German product. We're talking about uh, something churned out by a BMW factory or something. Um, but, uh, yeah, let, let's see. Um, uh, and Im- the Biden administration says, uh, well, that, there's some good news on immigration at the southern border. And um, there's a lawsuit now coming against uh, the Florida governor, uh, Ron DeSantis, over uh, his banning of a African-Americans, um, African-American advanced placement course. You know, banning classes, uh, isn't, that, uh, isn't, that, isn't that a form of censorship or uh, limiting of free speech? By a government entity? Just some thoughts here. As we get rolling, we want to hear from you, whatever is on your mind. And uh, let's get going with uh, our friend. Uh, we got Jim over on San Juan Island to get us rolling here today. Hi, Jim. Oh, hi, Joe. Hot, hot feet, hot potato catch. <laughs> All right. Got it. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like since I'm first, I feel like I'm also catching the hot potato. <laughs> okay. Uh, so... Yeah, well, the tank. I want to talk about the border, but the tanks. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty familiar with tanks because I made friends with a World War II uh, veteran who was a tank commander. But uh-huh. and uh, man, the German tanks are the best. We back in World War II, we just could make tanks so much faster than they could uh, that they didn't have a chance because we had their tanks outnumbered, even though ours were uh, definitely inferior. Uh huh. But I think staying with the region and stuff, our, our Abrams tanks are like they are the Cadillac. But uh, the people on the ground there would need a lot of training. That would need mean more involvement from us and all that. And anyway, I want to talk yeah. about the border. And what was I uh, reading? They they require jet fuel. They run on jet fuel. Yeah, the, the they Abrams. have jet engines. Holy smokes! <laughs> yes, I mean literally. But uh, wow, right. <laughs> Right, my friend, uh, my friend who uh, the World War II vet, he killed a uh, German tank, but that's only because it was sitting in a field all by itself, 
and he had a, he, you know, the the German didn't know that he was there, uh-huh. and he was able to take his howitzer and crank down on it, and do the figures for the distance, and blast them from the side because you never could take a German tank from the front. You just never did that. Uh, that in a, he ha, he was commanding a Sherman. Oh must gosh, it, it must I have think, been. Yeah, I, I I got a picture of the thing. Oh, cool. Uh-huh. But it, but anyway, I wish I could tell you. I, I bet it is the Sherman. I'm sure, but I just don't want to say and not be sure. Ah, uh-huh. okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I yeah. I grew up in the era of uh, you know. I mean, when I was a kid, movies. Uh, I I read a lot of books about the Second World War, and yeah, it was fascinating um, that conflict. But um, yeah, sure was. Wow. Sure, 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 definitely was. Although Putin, Putin is not Hitler. As far as the threat to the rest of the world, he doesn't have those type of aspirations. We need to get our eye on the ball on China because China has those aspirations. So that's the new Hitler-esque, uh, if you want to put the hat on somebody, some maniacal person. You know, uh, Putin might be a terrible person. I'm sure he is. He's got to be to go along with, you know, the way they're shelling Ukraine. But uh, China is the, the worldwide right now. Putin just wants a little more elbow room, and um, unfortunately, he's the type of uh, maniacal person who's willing to do whatever it takes to gain a little, and that's really unfortunate. Doesn't it seem, though, that China wants to, uh, because I wouldn't argue with you, I think it wants it to be dominant uh, on, on the world stage, but don't you think it wants to do it in an economic sense more than uh, militarily? Well, we can hope. We can we can really hope about that, but whether somebody kills you with a uh, with a gun or 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 with poison or the pen, you know they're still killing you and still taking over. And once they do take over, uh, you know then they can be as abusive as they as they want. Especially as you can see how he's uh, abusing his people and how they have no freedom. So I think the method of of the of the uh, takeover is almost irrelevant mm, okay yeah once once you get there once you have all that power then you can exercise that power you know even if you just do it uh, monetarily and economically but i don't i don't want it to get there so we find out yeah you well, know well I, yeah i i don't know if history is on our side when we're looking at uh wanting to be the dominant power on the planet forever but uh i I, I I like where we're at now. I don't want to see it end. I'm not saying that right. I hope that it will, but uh, that we're always going to be the, we're, you know, when we're the king of the hill, there's always going to be somebody that's going to be trying to knock us off. Right. And I wish a benevolent country or countries would uh, take our job, uh, but uh, they're not. You know, Europe is even having a tough time getting on board. The U.N. is almost... Useless. I mean, the U.N. should have been jumping in there and having protests and blue helmets filling Ukraine and, and all kinds of stuff. So why are we being relied upon so, so much? And to me, that's just uh, – but it's indicative of politics. And, you know, Germans and, and the rest of Europe, uh, the Poles, you know, they have, they have their uh, political stuff, too, and their people that they have to kowtow to. But we should not be at the point of the spear there. That's okay. a big mistake. All right. And yeah. Do you wanted to talk about the border too? Oh, just yeah. I guess I'll have to make that quick. Okay, that's so, okay. Go ahead. These, um, you know, the uh, 
the congressmen and senators and and other people on the right who've been speaking out against the border and saying it's open. I wanted to take issue with that being a bad thing because you know they're just they're just calling out for help. They're desperate for help. I I remember when the border first started getting overrun when Biden. Uh, became president. Actually, it was happening a little bit. It was a trickle before that. They started moving, you know, caravans started moving that way because he made it clear during his uh, speeches and stuff uh, to be president, he made it clear that, hey, he was going to make it real uh, slippery easy for uh, people to come into this country. And so I don't I don't know if you're familiar with a, uh, with a single-action firearm, single-action, say, revolver. It's uh, when he uh, when he did that during his run for president, that was a single action revolver. You, you have to pull the hammer back uh, before you can pull the trigger. Uh-huh. You can't okay. just pull the trigger. All right. Okay. So so uh, when he did that, he was pulling the hammer back. OK, saying, you know, if I become president, boys are going to be good for you. Basically, I'm paraphrasing terribly. Uh, and when he became president, he didn't have to say anything. The trigger is being pulled right then, and they've been coming in. Now it's a million people every four months, and I don't know if our I don't know if the damage that's been done by that uh, can be survived now. But those people who were calling out and saying the border's open, it essentially was. And if some people back in Brazil or or uh, Cuba or wherever south of us uh, happen to hear that, what they heard loud and clear is that the president said. You know, this is my goal. This is going to be easy. So I don't think we can criticize the people. That's like criticizing a woman in a bar- bad part of the town who's uh, who's being assaulted for, for crying out for help. Because, you know, you, of course, you wouldn't want anybody else in the bad neighborhood to uh, okay. join I, in. All right. I don't think that's a, necessarily a fair comparison to say, like, about a uh you know, the governor of Texas or whatever. But anyway, I get your point. I get your point, Jim. But I would still say when day in and day out, that's the message they're hearing that's being spread around the the world is that our borders wide open. uh, There's nothing being done. The administration is welcoming people in. I, that, uh, that's a pretty pervasive message as well. But um, I think it's a risk they have to take. And everybody was sitting around watching the Democratic debate to, you know, okay, we we just heard our cue. Let's go. Let's pack our bags. We're rolling. Uh, As of what Biden said at at one debate, I don't know. But anyway, I get your your point, Jim. But all right. right. Thanks, Thanks, man. (laughs) Good to hear from you. Let's go to, uh, we got Jim in Bellingham on the line. Hi, Jim. Hey, Joe. How's it going? Doing, doing well. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I guess I'll just try to extend that conversation a little further. Uh, the first quote that I had I just came upon the other day is uh, uh, from Martin Luther King, Jr., uh, known as one of our great civil rights leaders and all that. He says that America is the greatest purveyor of violence in the world. And, uh, of course, uh, in 2017, the New York Times, which I don't really regard as a very good paper, although a lot of people read it, you know, so it's not all bad, I'll say. Uh, But they said, I believe this is a quote that was attributed to them. They said, Martin Luther King was a true conservative. And I uh, got that from Janine Jackson on Counterspin last night. 
other things uh, that go along, uh, Patrice Lumumba has been a fairly well-known name, but not probably in our Western world as much. Uh, but he was murdered uh, in the Congo. He, he rose to be the president or the leader of the Congo with all its natural resources. And in 1961, I believe he was murdered, or he was murdered, and it says that the U.S. is directly involved in it. Uh, they had a uh, diamonds, oil, and cobalt operation in Congo, largest in the world. And a quote from one of them, the uh, Americans, I believe it was, said, if we don't overthrow Lumumba, we will have lost Congo and Africa. To, uh, democratically uh, elected nationalist, that would be Lumumba. And Pan-Africanist, meaning he wanted to uh, unite Africa like some other ones did. Okay. And and uh, the point was made on the uh, text uh, that uh, how can we lose the Congo like it's ours to lose, you know. And this is our foreign policy that I believe, and not everyone gets enough exposure to, that we're out to make money. The taxpayer funds the military who then supports the uh, for foreign governments that will be hard on their people if they don't uh, obey, and which is mean cheap labor and extraction that makes corporations rich but not the American people, and on and on and on. So okay. All right. um, All right, I thought I'd just bring that up. Uh, it kind of segued in with your first caller. So anyway, thanks All for right. letting me talk, and, thanks, and have Jim. a good day. You too. And I, I, I think when Martin Luther King made that statement about the United States, we— were involved in Vietnam and uh, very violent uh, activity there. Uh, we do have violence on our streets. Um, gun violence, obviously, headlines, uh, you know, top of the top of the news these days. Um, as we started the new year with uh, what seems to be a, a just incredible number of uh, mass shootings around the country. But I think the issue of most violent country, I think that goes. It, it, it shifts around. I, I look at what Russia is doing right now and uh, what has happened in uh, in other nations in recent years. But we'll take a quick break. we got other folks on the line. We'll get right to them and to you here on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Plumbers, electricians, HVAC technicians. These jobs are in demand right now, big time. For every five retiring, just one is entering the trades. As we come into a new year, it's time to change the definition of success and how to achieve it. Hi, I'm Brad Barron, CEO at Barron Heating, AC, Electrical, and Plumbing. My grandpa Dan founded Barron over 50 years ago with the goal to provide our community with quality service while supporting his employees with exceptional careers. To carry on his legacy, we're on a mission to prove that a career in the trades is a rewarding one. In his honor, the Barron team created the Dan L. Barron Trades Scholarship, which will provide opportunities to individuals looking to enter the HVAC, electrical, or plumbing trades. Barron will provide two $5,000 scholarships to Bellingham Technical College. Start a new career this new year. Apply today. Application may be submitted at barronheating.com slash scholarship now through January 31st. Barron, your full-service HVAC, electrical, and plumbing contractor. Our mission, improving lives. That storm was intense. I can't believe it took down all those trees. Yeah, especially the one that came through our roof. The whole thing needs to be replaced. Who did your brother use last year? Wasn't it like Justin's? Justin's. He's still bragging about how fast, affordable, and professional they were. And I gotta admit, Justin's roofing really improved the whole look of his house. Well, the longer we wait to get someone out here, 
the worse the damage inside the house is going to get. You mean you're not calling your buddies to help you replace it yourself? Heck no. A job like this needs professionals. We need a roof that'll hold up to Northwest weather and comes with a warranty. Agreed. Searching Jostens Roofing. I think it's Justin's. Look, JostensRoofing.com says they give free quotes, are licensed, bonded, insured, and are a family-owned and operated business with over 20 years serving Northwest Washington. I still say it's Justin's Roofing. It's Jostens, spelled with two O's. Just call 815-ROOF. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Just getting rolling here today and uh, hope to hear from you. And let's go to John in Ferndale. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Um, yeah, I'm really happy about the, the tanks going to Ukraine. I think it's very important to push back on Putin. And the thing is, it works when we work in conjunction with our allies through NATO. When we got involved in Afghanistan and Iraq, it was only Britain that that went with us, right? France well, and the other nations were like, you know, I, that's why the Freedom Prize and all that. In, in, in Iraq, I believe, but in Afghanistan, I believe there are more NATO nations that were involved, Germany, exactly. uh, other yeah, nations, right. yeah. Right. And, and uh, you know, so just what what Putin plans on, like, Putin does not need any more elbow room. I mean, you look at the vast swath that Russia occupies on that continent. I mean, they got more than enough room. Unfortunately, what they do with their industries, they poison their lakes and their land, and there's vast, you know, uh, uninhabitable areas of uh, Russia. But, you know, that, look, they signed the, the deal way back when. And, you know, where Russia is, you know, the, the, the empire of, of the Soviet Union is gone. It's never coming back. And Putin's not going to regain it with these kind of tactics. And, and I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I, I just don't understand people who want to minimize Putin. Putin is Hitler if you're Ukrainian. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't come here yet, but he's looking at Poland and, and the Baltic states and everything else. But um, uh, I, I wanted to uh, agree and disagree with Dennis Prager. Okay. Uh, now, first, I guess the uh, the agreement, uh, like he's uh, you know he was talking about the dangers of TikTok, right? And you know, Joe, there are people in this world, right, who who just like I don't know they they. They obsess about their sexuality. They want to talk about it all the time. They want to do it all the time. It's like sexual. It, it is sexual addiction, right? And and if you don't, if you don't control yourself, and, and, and these, so so these crazy people on TikTok, right? Des Breger seek, seeks them out, and they give sex advice. You know, and they think that there's no, uh, you know, like you know, two little little kids. Now I don't know how many of them there are, but TikTok in general. And all that stuff, man, you can't let that be on your kid's phone. It's it's spyware, number one. They're gathering information. But just the, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I don't know how many parents do this, right? I, I think most, most parents are very wise about this, and, you know, they, they limit their children's time. But where I, like, disagree with him, he, he loves to go back, uh, 
during the, the pandemic, right? And where Trump had a lockdown and all the lockdowns were so bad. And you hear it from, from Trump as well, like he's always uh, looking to the past, back to the election that was stolen and he'll never give it up. And I remember talking with you about this before January 6th. Uh-huh. Where I warned you, I told you he's never going to give it up. He said, "Oh no, we'll have a peaceful transition," and I'm, and I'm like, "No, Joe, because I know this guy. I know Donald Trump, and I know Dennis Prager. I know their mindset because I grew up with people like that. They don't give it up. They that they they will never say that the decision to vote for for Trump and to go down this road, you know. And, okay. and lastly." about the immigration. Okay, real quick. That I got other Title waiting. 42 thing with the Supreme Court, that is still in place, that the remain in Mexico. Uh, one, of the, one of the callers said that it wasn't. No, it still is. So you have people who, who repeatedly try to cross. And yes, global climate change is making deserts out of different parts of Costa Rica. And, and, and you know, yes, there, there is a swell of people who want to get away from South American dictators and Mexican cart cartels. And we definitely do have to have a limit on the border, but there are border patrol agents that are working hard every day. And if we could get, have gotten an immigration deal with the Republicans, what, back during Obama, but no, they, they need this to be a, a political football that they can constantly, oh, the, the border, they're, they're coming, it's wide open. It's not wide open. And okay. if we could get the, the kind of money for drones and cameras, you know, and little robots that look like turtles, I don't know, we can <laughs> solve this problem. It's just that, that like, I, there's yeah, cheap I labor, think there, child labor being okay. lured into, like, you know, meatpacking places and, and stuff. All yeah, right, just, they, okay. they still want the cheap labor. Okay. Well, they do. Um, there are those that do. And uh, as long as there is uh, even a glimmer of hope for many of these people, they'll be coming to our border, unfortunately. Thanks for your call, John. Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. Hi, Joe. How's it going? Doing well. Yeah, I agree with a lot of what John said today, which is another rare thing. Uh, Putin needs to be dethroned or at least kicked out of Afghanistan. I think we should have done something from the outset. It should have been through the U.N., backed up by the U.S. We should have gone in there and cleaned his clock because one of the previous callers said they don't think he has Hitler aspirations. We don't know that. If if Putin had an easy, quick victory in Ukraine, I bet he would try for more. You know, power and uh, success in conquering is pretty addictive, I think, and he would have done more. And as a uh, what you said at the opening statement, DeSantis is getting sued for blocking a black-only college. Is that right? Uh, not a black college, no, for banning uh, an uh, African-American's studies course, uh, an uh, advanced placement course. This is that for black people only? No, no, for for all students. So that's a, a course about about black, black history, uh, right? yeah, about uh, yeah, um, African-American studies. What what even is that? Well, it's the history of uh, of Black Americans, uh, their involvement, well, I, I probably, their history, how they've been treated here in the United States. Racism is a big part of it. Um, so and, that to me sounds like there's something missing because I don't think he would ban teaching of that, but he would ban you know if it was for blacks only. That makes that no would make sense well because that's racist. Yeah, yeah. no, it's not. But, no, it's not that. But uh, well, no, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. All right. I don't know. All right. Have a good day, Joe. Thanks, Rich. Good to hear from you. Let's uh, 
Well, really quick, before we take a break, we'll go to uh, Michael in Linden. Hi. Hey, Joe. How are you today? Doing well. First of all, I just want to say to John that he's really wrong on the immigration issue, you know, with the fentanyl pouring over the border. King County can't even keep up with the bodies that are being stacked up. I don't know if you saw that news article the other day. I did, yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's a horrible thing that's just affecting you know too many people here in the community. Uh, but really, the reason I called was to discuss the mass shootings that are occurring here in America. Uh-huh. And if you Google any major large city in America, you know, Los Angeles, uh, Seattle, you know, Portland, Chicago, you know, somewhere here local as well, Yakima, for example, just Google shooting suspect in that city and then go to images. And when you do, count how many mega Republicans they were using legally owned AR-15 you can find. That's my challenge that- for all my distracted liberal friends. Just Google shooting suspect in your city. You know, not Bellingham, but, you know, any of these other cities that are having these shooting problems. Go okay. to images after you do and tell me how many MAGA Republicans or NRA members that were using legally owned AR-15s that you can find. Okay, so you're saying that, uh, that well, and I, I, understand, I guess I understand what you're saying, but... Uh, I, I don't know how that... Well, the, the Democrats are crying, that, you know, uh, about all these mass shootings, but at the end of the day, if you, if you Google and see who's committing right, the mass shootings... Right, and, and I'm, I, I, I agree. I mean, it's... The, they sent stimulus checks to while they're in jail and let them out early, you know? So what well, do they think was going to happen when they did that? Most, like it seems most of the mass shootings are committed by people who are, in, in many in many cases anyway, don't have a record, don't have any in, you know indications or out out and out indications, don't have a history of criminal activity. Uh, but um, but by you know that's I guess the the debate is over whether these weapons are so readily available and easy to come by. It's not that um, that you as a gun enthusiast or a, a sports shooter wants to own one of these things. That's not the issue. The issue is that someone who does have bad intent can easily walk into a store, buy one, and hours later use it in one of these things. So that's that's where the debate is. But I would always resort back to the argument, though, that I've never heard a drunken driving victim's family ever blame the vehicle. They always blame the drunk behind the wheel, as they should. Well, right. But, you know, I think I think what we have to understand, though, is when it comes to the intent, because because a drunk driver in, in almost every case probably does not go. They are impaired. They're committing a crime, a horrible crime, but they don't go out with the intent to kill someone where someone with who goes and commits one of these shootings. That's their intent. And then. Without the weapon, they wouldn't be able to carry that out. So, I mean, I know guns don't kill people. People kill people, but people with guns kill people in many of these and cases. So I, I, agree. I agree, and I think that's why it shows that actually kill more people than guns every year. So, All right, Michael. All right. <laughs> and uh, give your dog a pet for us. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Back in uh, two minutes. When you make Spring Creek by Bonaventure your home, you're not only getting the retirement of your dreams, the simplified lifestyle you deserve, and a spacious suite. You become part of our community. At Spring Creek by Bonaventure, new neighbors become best friends. Book a tour at retirementperfected 
www.thepowerofprayer.com or call us at 360-746-2432 and discover what it means to live life on your terms. Come in today and learn how we can save you thousands. Once again, that's retirementperfected.com. COVID-19 has tested our communities in unthinkable ways. In the face of crisis, Puget Sound Energy has given over $18 million in bill assistance to customers impacted by the pandemic, and together with PSE Foundation, gave $4 million in community grants for COVID relief. All the while, PSE continues to lead on clean energy, with a goal to reach beyond net zero carbon emissions by 2045. It's part of our commitment to doing what's right for customers and communities. Together, we're creating a clean energy future for all. Learn more at psc.com together. Are you looking for health insurance? Is 2023 the year you finally retire? Maybe you are unable to make a change to your plan during the annual enrollment period. Hi, this is Marcia Neal at Vibrant USA. Special enrollment periods may allow you to still make a change to your insurance plan for 2023. Whether you have questions about Medicare or individual health plans, the friendly agents at Vibrant USA can help. Give us a call, 866-733-5111 and put us to work for you. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Don't worry about your furnace on the coldest days of the year. Talk with West Mechanical, your independent train dealer, about replacing your old inefficient furnace with a train comfort system. Today, find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. And we go to Tim in Everson. Hi, Tim. How you doing, Joe? Doing good. Doing good. Good. So, uh, I think it was last week I sent you a couple emails and you said you got them. And they were just snapshots of videos. They weren't links or anything. And you said, well, how did Joe Biden create this uh, border crisis? Okay. And I hope you watched him. I don't know if you did watch him, but I hope you watched him. Well, we talked about this yesterday, I think. I didn't watch the whole things. I, I got the gist of them, and I understand what your point was with these. But, uh, yeah. So he invited them here, okay. and he invited them with health care. Okay. Well, you have to understand there's some, you know, there is and and I'm not I'm not just solely defending Joe Biden in this. I think but what we need is an honest, realistic discussion about not a debate, but a discussion about immigration and how we deal with folks who both who want to come here and people who are here already. And there it's different those are different issues. And if you're talking about people who are already here, who are living in our cities and working on you know on our farms and elsewhere? These are nope, people I'm that not. are part I'm of our society. But when you're talk when you're talking about health care, though, when we're talking about state drivers' licenses, the, these are real things in people's day to day lives. So if people go to the hospital, I mean, a federal law says if they go to the emergency room, they have to be treated whether they can pay or not. And so if they have health insurance. Through a government program, if that's it, then uh, then they can pay. Or Let they... me know when I can talk. <laughs> All right, okay, go ahead. But I want to make that clear that we're you know we're not just. Did he invite him? Did he invite 
these people here. No, I don't. I would and, not say it's an invitation. No. If you're asking no, me personally, it wasn't a welcoming, a welcoming invitation to come here. Why would he? Well, let me ask you this: Why would Joe Biden invite immigrants to come in? Uh, it, you know, it, it, the immigrants that would generally go through that that arduous trek, maybe pay thousands to, uh, been, to coyotes to get them to the border. Cause. Huh? It might have been a good cause, Joe. It might have been saying we need more workers, but this is not the way to do it. This is not the way to do it. Okay, but I I disagree that it was an invitation. Come to our borders. I don't think Joe Biden ever said come come in. You know, I mean. Uh, oh, actually, if you if you watch right, that right, second that second one I I showed you. Okay, I'll, I'll go back surge. and look. Huh? He said surge. Surge to our borders. Surge to our borders. Okay, well, I'll go back and look and and watch the video and we'll go from there. But in the meantime, all right, I I, I get a little worry, weary about this, but we'll we'll hash it over again. But thanks for your call, Tim. Let's go to uh, Michelle in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. I agree with you, by the way. I don't think Joe Biden ever invited anybody on purpose because he knew he couldn't do it. But the way he, quote, unquote, in air quotes, invited them was just to not do enough to prevent. There's been, since he took office, there's been over 5 million uh, illegal immigrants come across the border in various ways. And about a half a million, well, more than that, about a million of those or more, according to officials, are what they call gotaways. And, uh, you know, meaning they never talked to anybody. They just came in and somehow got away from everybody. Uh-huh. But we're, we're having just, well, anyway, I didn't call to talk about that, but we're having just a, a major, major problem on the border. And I think the biggest problem is it's not just uh, people from Central America or Mexico crossing over. It's an awful lot of, of uh, you know, people from all over the world, and, and not all of them are are the kind of people we want to cross our border. So um, anyway, enough on that. Okay. Just thought I'd say that I don't, but I agree with you in the sense that there's no way that Biden, I, I, I don't think he would ever ask people to come in directly. I mean, that would be just suicidal, but I don't think his advisors would ever allow that. Anyway, um, the, the reason I called was because I keep a close tab, uh, have ever since uh, the past um, year plus when gas went up so much when uh, Russia attacked Ukraine late in February of last year. So it's been almost a year now. And we have had, you know, up and down and up and down. And we've had some real issues. And, of course, for some stations, it was well over $5 for, you know, several months. And then it, then it slowly started going down. And by December, um, uh, there are way, there's 11 gas stations uh, between uh, Interstate 5 on Meridian Street. And then as it goes into the Guide Meridian, uh, the 11th is uh, near Main Street in Linden. Um, and uh, so there's 11 gas stations on about a, uh, about a 10-mile stretch of that, uh, of that road. And there's many more there than there are on Sunset, Lakeway, or Bakerview, you know, the other arterials through Bellingham. Uh-huh. And uh, so I keep track. I, I make that trip a lot, and I keep track of them in my head and on paper. And the lowest prices were in the 270s. Um, several, not all stations were that low. 
but almost all the stations were uh, either just above three or below three, but, you know, most of them were in the low threes at worst, okay? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, and of those 11 stations right now, in the last four weeks, you know, the, the last week of December, the you know, starting on Saturday the 24th when the rain came and the, it warmed up so quickly uh-huh. day before Christmas, and after that horrendous week of 15 low wind chill, practically the whole week, along with snow and ice, um, we have had um, the most sneaky and weird increase in price that I can ever remember seeing in over 50 years as a driver. And I've been through the mill on just about everything you can imagine from the late 60s on up. And I vividly remember the gas lines and everything else of the 1973-74 Israeli war, the Yom Kippur War. And so so what I'm trying to say is that our price, the lowest increase has been 68 cents since since the last week of December. The highest increase uh, is $1.20 since that same time. And the average increase is right around 80 to 90 cents. Now, Lars Larson had a terrific uh, segment uh, yesterday on KGMI uh, on his program, his noon program, uh, talking about, you know, the Inslee backdoor gas tax and carbon tax and all that. It's totally unnecessary, by the way, but there's so many things. Okay. Are with well, we're running a little Inslee. short on time, so, so get, get, oh, okay. I want you to anyway, get your point here. We have had between eight and 11 on every station. We've had between 8 and 11 incremental uh, increases, very, very sneaky. Now, the Inslee thing is like between 20 and 25 cents so far. We don't know. It's supposed to be ultimately, like they say, 46 cents. But my point is simple. We've had 8 to 11 incremental increases Three cents, five cents, eight cents, ten cents. Right, right. And they're the kind of things that people may or may not notice even. And the point is, somehow, excuse me, somehow, some way, they are, all the stations, I don't know why, I know the the wholesale price has gone up from low 70s to low 80s, about 12 to 15 percent. The gas prices have gone up about 20 to 25 percent. They have, but they've gone up, they haven't just gone up in Washington, they've gone up in in many other states, and I think, so I, I understand what you're saying, and people have railed on this program i think we're going to have to wait to see longer than wait longer than just a few weeks to see the effect of this could be wrong but i think washington has had i i would bet you if you did the research i would bet you washington has had the highest percentage increase uh in um in in the country and whatcom county among the most in the whole country i'll check and see i I mean from uh, the low point triple a does a pretty good job of uh of tracking this stuff so okay all right we'll we'll check and see but thanks thanks michelle i gotta take a quick break we'll be back with more we got other folks on the line and we'll get right to you we got tom we got uh, rod and hope to hear from you 360-676-5464 Ready to put some skin in the game? The only sports book north of Snohomish County is now open at Silver Reef Casino Resort. Get in the game with baseball, football, basketball, hockey, and your other favorite sports. Visit Portage Bay Sportsbook and Bar and place your bets today. Sportsbook open daily at 9 a.m. Betting kiosks open 24-7. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I-5 exit 260. We've got that. 
At Silver Reef Casino Resort, we've got that. Escape the hustle and bustle of the city and get ready for a fun and relaxation-filled getaway. Luxury hotel rooms? Yep. Championship golf? Mm-hmm. Top-rated casino with all the best slots and table games? Yes and yes. World-class dining at the region's best and Wine Spectator award-winning steakhouse? Yes, please. The total package is only missing one thing. You. Silver Reef Casino Resort. Located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. When you make Spring Creek by Bonaventure your home, you're not only getting the retirement of your dreams, the simplified lifestyle you deserve, and a spacious suite, you become part of our community. At Spring Creek by Bonaventure, new neighbors become best friends. Book a tour at retirementperfected.com or call us at 360-746-2432 and discover what it means to live life on your terms. Come in today and learn how we can save you thousands. Once again, that's retirementperfected.com. Do you have friends who say, stop by any time, and you think they don't really mean that? Well, unlike those friends, Dewey Griffin Subaru's express service means it. They're open six days a week, including Saturdays. Stop by any time you need an oil change or any other minor maintenance, and they'll take care of you. No appointment necessary, and you'll get a free car wash with your service. Dewey Griffin Subaru, community-minded and community-driven, and the only certified Subaru tire and service center in the county, 1800 Iowa Street in Bellingham. Taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. We go to Port Angeles and our friend Tom joins us. Hi, Tom. Hello, Joe. How are you today? Doing well. Good to hear from you. Okay. Uh, on, the, on, on the border uh, topic, uh, all the people that are coming across that border, mostly from... Panama, Panama, uh, anyway, the Central Americans, right? Uh All right. If if they have the wherewithal to uh, get the money and uh, walk uh, 500 miles to get here, what that means is to me that... That kind of migration uh, will, like, forever, forever uh, be. How am I going to say this, Joe? Uh, without uh, offending somebody, but uh, yeah, those those people that have to have the wherewithal to get here. Whether it's other uh, places from uh, South America and 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 many many more, okay, okay, uh, it's going to set up a brain a brain uh, brain drain in their countries. Yeah, the the uh, well the the, the the people that are uh, able to do that, right. They'll get here, and uh, well, what do they leave behind the, the, yeah. from, from from the countries that they come from? Yeah. You know, well, I, I see those what people you're need to be there. Those the, the Joes, the, the, those people need to be there and take care of their problems. 
okay. where they were born or yeah right. I, 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 I get your point yeah and I, I think it's well taken although I uh, when you're talking about oppressive governments that many of these folks are fleeing from they don't really have the the opportunity they they you know any kind of uprising uh, um, or dissent is uh, immediately suppressed and that's uh, I, I I'm not making excuses for it but it it's it's something that happens but uh, thanks for your thoughts Tom I, I it is it's a t- difficult uh, difficult nut to crack that's for sure but let's go to Rod in Bellingham he's been hanging on hi Rod hey hey how's it going there thank Doing you very well. much Joe you betcha. <laughs> You know that that idea you have that would be it would be neat the one that you proposed here just a little bit ago about having a discussion and I like that discussion not a debate but a discussion about uh, migration you know just even if you if you could find somebody who uh, is a historian on uh, migration I mean I'm sure there are people who and, and, oh yeah and the, and how it has affected culture. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and then even the last caller here got me thinking about um, how you could deplete the resource of that culture of that sure. nation if you have to the point where it, maybe there's the perception of collapse even, and then they migrate to another country. Where does it leave the that country, country of yeah, their origin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that'd be interesting to, to if to have a historian, you know, speak on that and. Um, and, and kind of get to, I mean, how could we resolve an issue um, like this? Or is it just pie in the sky, you know? Yeah, uh, you know, so, but that would be interesting. And maybe you, you folks could brainstorm something on that and have a little special one day. But, okay, sounds yeah, good. But, the, All right. but the, the, reason I, the reason I called, it was just kind of an idea. I was thinking about the Second Amendment. And, uh, you know, it's basically, I mean, I, I'm all for people being able to defend themselves against, you know, crime mm-hmm. in particular. And we all know that the, the police officers that are out there, um, they oftentimes show up once the crime has been committed. You know, I mean, unless you've got, you know, a big brother eyeball watching and surveilling everything and, and preventing that, even to the point where you have the, the future, what was that Tom Cruise movie with the, the uh, was, uh, was he in that movie? Yeah, they I were, know what you're, they, yeah, they were, they, they would pre, pre, uh, <laughs> predict who would commit crimes and then exactly. lock them up. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I like, wow, would that but, be, that'd be creepy, you know, but, yeah. you know, but with that in mind, I was thinking, okay, because I always, I think of the second amendment as, you know, the spirit of the second amendment, number one, and we all know there's some interesting history along how that became the second amendment too, but if we look at it today as a way of defending ourselves, what would happen if the technology, because I, I think guns are really kind of primitive, even though there's been some miraculous advances in it, but what happens down the road if we do come up with a laser beam gun, you know, well, a ray well, gun? somebody that, will, yeah. Yeah, uh, and uh, it's like, what do you do, what do you, what does the Second Amendment mean then mm-hmm. if you have a police force that's being defunded and being looked frowned upon and at the same time there's a technology that comes out where you just squeeze the trigger and you can cut everybody in half from here to to 
five miles down the exactly. road. Exactly. Now we yeah we ban uh, machine guns because they can do sort of the same thing in a in a much more like you say primitive, primitive. way. But yeah, what if it's quick and easy where you could yeah I I mean that, that's that's well, a yeah what prospect. would that render. Yeah, what would that render the Second Amendment? I mean, oh, I, just, I was just pondering that, you know, and yeah. I'm a big Second Amendment fan. I really am. But I was like, hmm, where are yeah, we going to go as a society? Exactly. Where's, where, where does it end as far as arms development, and how does that apply to the Constitution? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, That's I'm not saying go out there and buy a tank, but it would no. be kind of fun to own one. I mean, if well, you could prove... Sure. You know, you had the facility to do that and shoot one. Heck, I mean, I'm I'm all for that too. But <laughs> I right, think you'd Rob. have to be at the right frame of mind. So, anyways, I'll stop yapping. You have a good day. Thanks, man. That interesting though, interesting point though, interesting thing to ponder. Let's go to John and Blaine. Hi, John. Oh, hey, how's it going, Joe? Doing well. What's on your mind? Well, Joe, you're right. Mister Biden never did say, "Hey, everybody, come on to America. We're not going to stop you." But he's not stopping them, Joe. He's letting them come over here in the horse. He's having the border guard that is supposed to, st- supposed to stop illegal, and that's the key word here, buddy, illegal. They're felons when they cross that border illegally. You put felons in jail, at least we used to. Not anymore, of course, because the Democrats don't like that. But wh- whatever happened to Trump's border? Okay. Trump had it pretty much under control. We didn't have the, the methamphetamine problems we got now. We got more people dying from methamphetamine than probably we probably have ever had. No, Joe didn't say, come on over, guys. He just says nothing and okay. lets them come. Uh, all right. I, and I you, mean... tell me, you tell me I'm wrong. You tell me that the border guards are not flying these people out of there and putting them all over the United States. Well, it depends on what their situation is. I mean, the people that are being flown by the government, by the federal government, as I understand it, are by and large uh, uh, minors who are uh, are not with uh, with parents, and so they're being sent to different areas of the country, different cities where they can be, where there there are facilities to care for them. But they're not just loading up airplanes with uh, immigrants yeah. and flying them around the country just to do something with them. But uh, hey, Joe, yeah. can I ask you a question? Sure. What parent? That's worth being called a parent would take their kid and turn well, them over to coyotes, and you know what a coyote is, not the four-legged kind. Right, right, and, yeah. And, and, and not and not, a, not a good well, not a good parent. I would agree, but but it's a when it's a reality when that that young person shows up at our border, then we then it's our problem, I guess. Well, but, you know, for good I'm, or bad, I'm not against people. No, I'm not against okay. people coming to America. Okay, all right, not at all. I appreciate that. But, yeah, but legally. Joe, they're coming in by the hordes illegally, and they're letting them come. They're just they're they're letting right, them first out in the country. All right, thanks for your call. I got a couple other folks I want to give a chance to. Uh, let's go to Bruce in Bellingham. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Joe. Yeah, I want to talk a little bit real quick here about uh, the uh, uh, House of Representatives Select Committee on Intelligence. Okay, and apparently there's two members, former members who are being uh, uh, asked to leave their position mm-hmm. quietly uh, and uh, gentlemanly. But apparently they don't want to. And that they are Shifty Adam Shift and Fang Fang Eric Swalwell. Okay. Fang Fang, is, uh, he had a, a, an affair with a, a Chinese agent uh, while he was married, and Shifty Shift, 
said he had absolute proof that Trump was a, was a Russian agent. Okay. And representative uh, a House of Speaker House Speaker of the of the House McCarthy said he was wasn't going to allow him on the Intelligence Committee anymore. Yeah. But okay. uh, I, if I was uh, Representative McCarthy, I would have told them that if they want, they can clean the men's urinals. <laughs> Okay, Bruce. All right. And uh, we got a minute or so. I want to hear from Robert in Linden. Hi, Robert. Hi. How you doing? Doing well. What hey, are your uh, thoughts uh, here? Caller a while back uh, mentioned gun control, and he said an analogy that I've heard many times that cars cause death, but we don't ban cars. Well, number one, cars are not designed to kill people. AR-47s are designed to kill people. Cars do not kill people. Car owners kill people. Just as the same as guns do not kill people, gun owners kill people. 100% of the mass killers in this country are gun owners. Well, that's uh, hard to argue with. I can't think of an instance of uh, a mass killing that it did not involve uh, firearms. But uh, And I once again, I would say that just the simple saying of uh, guns don't kill people, people kill people, is it's half correct. I mean, people with guns kill people, and uh, that's the unfortunate thing. And that's the, where the bait is, I guess, is the availability of those, especially those kinds of weapons that can cause mass death. But um, that's all we got for now. We'll be back tomorrow, 4 o'clock, KGY Connects. Are you looking for health insurance? Is 2023 the year you finally retire? Maybe you are unable to make a change to your plan during the annual enrollment period. Hi, this is Marcia Neal at Vibrant USA. Special enrollment periods may allow you to still make a change to your insurance plan for 2023. Whether you have questions about Medicare or individual health plans, the friendly agents at Vibrant USA can help. Give us a call, 866-733-5111 and put us to From Mount Baker to Bellingham, Bay and beyond. KGMI and KISM HD2 Bellingham. From the West Mechanical Studio.